0: Hello and welcome to Finch Shorts Daily. In today's episode, we give you an explainer on financial inclusion in India. Before we start today's episode, here's a quick side note from Team Ditto. Did you know that two-thirds of medical bills in India are paid out of pocket? Imagine growing your investments only to see them vanish with a single hospital trip. That's why, as a financially prudent individual, you must have comprehensive health insurance. And for this, you can talk to our team at Ditto Insurance today, where we guarantee unbiased, spam-free and personalized insurance advice. The link is in the description below. Now, on to today's episode. Before the Pradhan Mantri Jan Dhan Yojana or the PMJDY, there was BSBA. See, a little over a decade ago on Independence Day, Prime Minister Manmohan Singh made a bold statement. He said, quote, It will be our endeavour to ensure all households benefit from bank accounts in the next two years, unquote. And a week after that, the RBI announced a massive rebrand of the no-frills account. They decided to call it the Basic Savings Bank Deposit Account, make it seem more official and important. Now think of these as the plain vanilla accounts. They have simplified KYC norms, they need no initial deposits, they have no minimum balance compulsions, they basically simplified versions of regular bank accounts. Simple enough to attract the unbanked Indian population. And there was a massive push for financial inclusion back then. Bank accounts were being opened left, right and centre and had doubled to 10 crore rupees between March 2010 and 2012. The establishment felt that a rebrand would get banks to step on the pedal and open even more accounts. Then came 2014. The government changed, and with it, another rebrand. The BSBDA became the Pradhan Mantri Jan Dhan Yojana, or the PMJDY, and the efforts for financial inclusion took on a greater frenzy. In the past nine years, the number of bank accounts under the scheme has stopped 50 crore rupees. Yes, we're still not at 100% banking inclusion, but there's progress. Even if banks bicker about the fact that it's quite expensive to maintain these accounts and are not enthusiastic about it, things are picking up. One reason for this is that the most subsidies doled by the government are now linked directly to Aadhaar cards and bank accounts. It's a direct benefit transfer or a DBT. And people aren't really left with any other alternative if they want to get their due. But here's the thing, This isn't just a celebratory milestone, but also a point where we look back and ask, hey, does a bank account actually mean financial inclusion? And what's next? So first things first, we need to check if people are using these bank accounts for real. And as of today, about 20% of these accounts remain inoperative. That means the real figure is that we have around 40 crore bank accounts under the scheme. And there's probably a reason why so many accounts are inoperative low earnings. You see, over 65% of the PMJDY account holders are from banks in rural or semi-urban zones. Now, although the average deposit per account has quadrupled to about 4,000 rupees over the years, there's a problem with how these folks are able to manage their savings. And as per the India Protection Quotient Survey, nearly 55% of the earnings in rural India go towards managing daily expenses. And what's left may be too little to actually deposit in a bank, or access it at any time they want. Another way to filter through the noise is by checking debit cards associated with a bank account. And since there are free rupee debit cards that come with PMJDY accounts, you would at least expect it to match up to how many accounts exist today. But it appears that nearly a third of PMJDY account holders don't have debit cards associated with their accounts. And this data gap could be because of two things. Account holders might not be coming back to renew their existing debit cards. Or they may also be refusing to opt for debit cards that come with their accounts simply because they cannot or are unable to use them. And this is a bit of a problem because the usage of cards can indicate financial literacy as well. It's a much-needed precursor to inclusion. Because these cards even carry features such as an accident insurance cover, Without awareness of these benefits, people are missing out. So that hurts inclusivity too. And finally, financial inclusion also includes access to credit facilities. And according to a joint study by the Bank of Baroda and Women's World Banking, PMJDY account users aren't using their bank accounts to deepen their financial engagement such as accessing credit histories or other financial products such as microinsurance, pensions or microloans. Heck, less than 1% of the PMJDY account holders have also accessed the 10,000 rupee overdraft facility available. They probably are not even aware of this option and end up going to unscrupulous money lenders. So yes, just having a bank account isn't really a hallmark of true financial inclusion. And an easy way to gauge it is RBI's Financial Inclusion Index, or what's called the FI Index, which was introduced in 2021. In FY21, the value of the FI index was 53.9. For context, if an index inches closer to 100, it indicates complete financial inclusion. And anything close to zero means full financial inclusion. Now to arrive at this singular figure, the RBI takes into account 97 indicators across three key metrics, access, usage and quality. And that's where things get interesting. The number derived for the sub-index, ACCESS, rose from 61.7 to 73.3 between 2017 and 2021. That means the available financial infrastructure was becoming increasingly more accessible to Indians during this period. But sadly, the two other sub-indices pulled the final FI index down. In 2021, we scored only 43 for usage. So despite making the infrastructure more accessible, the RBI noted that people simply weren't using them enough. And on the other sub-index of quality, we only scored 50.7. That's what we need to fix. And the only way to do that is through financial literacy and awareness. For instance, nearly half of rural India uses the internet now, And most experts think that a full-fledged effort in sharing financial pointers in regional languages through the phones in most people's hands would be a good place to start. What do you think? Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.